How's your stress level, Julie? Um, it's been high lately. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And it's not just me that's adding to it. Well, no, it's not just you. Soaring inflation is stressing a lot of us out, especially walking into the grocery stores. You look at the prices. 38% of those who responded to an FP Canada Financial Stress Index survey say money is the biggest source of stress. Yeah, it would be in a lot of relationships. That's nearly double the number who say personal health, work, or relationships are their biggest stressors. One-third say financial stress is leading to anxiety, depression, or mental health challenges. With us is Dr. Jyoti Samara, a registered psychologist, psychological health and safety clinic, and My Workplace Health. Good to talk to you again. Thank you so very much for joining us. Always a pleasure to join you both, and good afternoon. How often do you see this? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Money and sex, the two most difficult things for us to talk about as a society, as families, as couples. Um, financial stress is massively impacting our mental health, and we have seen exponential upticks in the amount of that stress over the last two years. So how can people handle it? Because I think you have to handle it on an on an individual basis before we get into couples. And I suspected that you would say money and sex were the biggest problems for couples. But how does an individual, I guess, manage that stress when you're going to fill up and it used to cost you 40 bucks and now it's like almost 100? Yeah, a great question. You know, I, I don't have the magic wand answer to what will solve this. Um, but what I can say is where we want to start is acknowledge the challenges. And, and there is so much stigma around us talking about money, right? It's a really hard and complicated topic. We can have shame around it. It can be difficult for us to bring it up, right, truly, even in our families. And, and many of us have grown up with, you know, complicated relationships with money and finances and security. So all these emotional things get jumbled up. And most of us, you know, don't call our BFF or our buddy and say, hey, you know, I'm feeling really stressed about money and because we feel like it's this taboo topic. And so a starting point is like this, acknowledging that almost half of us are dealing with almost daily stress around finances and recognizing that being able to identify that is an important step, um, starting to connect with others. And while this might not solve the immediate financial issue, one of the biggest barriers for people is how lonely and isolated they feel when, when they're dealing with challenges. And I would think that despite this survey saying that that it's nearly double the number who say their own health, work, or relationships are their biggest stressors. I'm thinking if you're stressed out about money and you are in a relationship, that has to carry over and have some sort of impact on that relationship. Yeah, it absolutely does. And we go back to, you know, it, we think, you know, in the therapy room, one of the biggest challenges that we see with couples is poor or ineffective communication, right? So when we have a topic that's hard for us as individuals to even talk about, you know, it rears its head in relationships more often than not. Um, you know, some of us have had very adept, good models in our lives, and we have a good way to be able to talk about money effectively, but there's so many emotional pieces, right? And, and you know, whether it's our um, desire for comfort and security, um, you know, whether there's differentials in our relationship of who's bringing in money or not, right? And 
these kind of complicated topics that can start to create issues. And, and one of the things, whether you're an individual or whether you're in a relationship and dealing with money stress, one of the most important pieces of advice to think about starting is control what you can control. Okay. And so what that means is we are all now being faced with exponential increases in grocery prices, for example, right? There's going to be little ability that we can change external what's happening. And what happens is naturally a lot of us can get into um, an over fixation on the emotional piece and we're neglecting our own health, right? What we can control um, are going to be things like how we start to manage that stress. Of course, logistical things like budgets and reducing expenses and all these important things that many of us are tasked with having to figure out, but starting with the emotional impact because we cannot be effective when we're in a highly activated emotional state. Isn't it about taking personal responsibility as well and then bringing that to the relationship saying, listen, you know, there's no one here to blame. Um, Inflation's to blame, but we have to start working on a plan. Absolutely. And when we can collectively strive to see a challenge that we're facing um, as a problem to be solved, right? And, and that goes back to that idea of controlling what we can control. We can control talking calmly about a topic. We can control not avoiding the issue at hand, right? And this is what often happens is, you know, member number one in the couple is spending in this way and the other one's doing it the other way. No one's telling anyone. And all of a sudden you get all of these other unnecessary things that can start to contribute. And so taking that responsibility um, and not shying away from the hard conversation. A lot of us do. And that's why your business is so popular. (laughs) Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I think recognizing that we're having a shared experience, a lot of us right now, and it's complicated. There aren't easy answers. We're, of course, still in an economic climate where many people have had job uncertainty or lost jobs or had reduction in income for those that are small business owners. And But the more that we can start to acknowledge what we're experiencing, to be able to approach that in the most healthy way and seek supports, right? And um that can start with our emotional support and our families and our partners. Uh, we know there's all kinds of agencies and, you know, some of us have never learned how to budget. We don't even know what that means. And we need to get some technical skills that can support us. And I'm wondering if there's proper questions to ask, whether it's a partner, a coworker or someone else, if, if, if you're, your other person that is in your life is particularly crabby, they might not say, hey, I'm stressed about the price of gas or money. It may manifest in other, you know, nitpicky ways. How do you drill down and figure out where is the source of the stress coming from? Yeah, good, good question. And often that is how it reveals its head, right? It is kind of insidious or even passive aggressive way at times. And I think that goes back to Richard's comment of that personal responsibility, right? And I think one of the things for you know, any of us that are experiencing high stress to, you know, take that good old advice of a few breaths, step back, get good old school pen to paper and start to articulate what it is that's a stress, right? Because stress is a very generic term. So is the stress, we need to adjust your grocery bill, is the stress, you know, you need your partner to stop spending money on luxuries that aren't necessary, you know, is the action you need to go make an appointment with your mortgage broker and figure out some refinancing, right? Think about becoming precise and identifying what's creating that stress. And that can often guide us on the solution that is the right one for us at that moment. 
She's got great websites, Psychological Health and Safety Clinic in My Workplace Health. Dr. Jody Samra joining us live from Vancouver, registered psychologist. Thanks for joining us. Always love chatting with you. Always a pleasure. Take good care.